2: All and welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-backs Podcast. Right on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of PHNX. This is my vice mayor and your thunderstick, occasionally known as Jesse Friedman. Welcome in. And we do have some breaking news on where we will be able to watch the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2024. Thankfully, it's uh, the 11th hour, essentially, with spring training (laughs) games just one sleep away. We are one night away from being able to watch the Diamondbacks take on the Rockies in their first spring training game. But we did not know how we were going to watch those games or if those games were going to be broadcast. Uh, It would appear that as we speculated on it at one point that it, it it will remain unchanged. Uh, MLB will continue to carry the Arizona Diamondbacks as they did last year when they took over from Bally Sports.
0: Yeah, so it's all it's all at dbacks.tv. That's where you can go and sign up for this thing. It's $19.99 per month or $99.99 for the entire year. Uh, just for Just for Diamondbacks broadcast, it doesn't get you all the games for the rest of the league. Uh, of course, you can get the regular MLB TV package and then add Correct. this onto it as well. It's not included in just regular MLB TV. Uh, so yeah, basically, well, I mean, exactly the same arrangement that the Diamondbacks had last year. Yeah. And uh, there was a report that we talked about a couple weeks ago from Evan Drellick saying that the Diamondbacks uh, would use MLB as their broadcast partner. And then a couple days ago, Ken Kendrick and Derek Hall said that that was in fact not yet the case, at least not officially. Uh, and then a couple of days later, we hear that it is actually yes. the case. Uh, so shout out to Evan Drellick, who was right all along. And uh, I, I mean, I guess maybe the Diamondbacks were trying to really make sure and, and you know, uh, do their due diligence and make sure they explored all TV options. But yes, it is going to be Major League Baseball. And that's not a bad thing. It's Those not broadcasts a bad thing. looked pretty, pretty dang good last year.
2: I think the way they seamlessly took over, I think the way that we saw them utilizing people that were the crew from Valley Sports that we have known for years uh, to, to take over and essentially do those same roles. I, I think it was very smart in the way they did it. It's not as exciting as hearing that the Diamondbacks will be broadcast on Arizona Family, and and we still don't have a lot of details because this does say dbacks.tv Uh so it, it, it does not specify channels or where we're going to be able to watch it. As you know, sure. though, last year they did take over and pretty much – were able to just have it, you know, like on DirecTV, for for instance, it was one channel up. So I imagine when all is, is said and done, we will probably see MLB here uh, maintain those same channels, have the t- games available in the exact same way that they have been available prior to this. This is just the option for streaming and for um, out-of-market uh, customers, too.
0: Yeah, we have five spring training games uh, being broadcast as well, the first of which is only two days away. Uh, Not the spring training opener on Friday, but the second game against the Colorado Rockies on Saturday will be broadcast uh, actually for free. Uh, So you don't even have to have the subscription in order to get this. It's that game. They also have uh, Tuesday, March 5th against the Padres, Thursday, March 14th against the Royals, Sunday, March 17th against the Angels, and then Monday, March 25th against the Cleveland Guardians. All of those games available for free uh, here in spring training.
2: I thought that the MLB broadcast was great last year, to be honest. I thought especially the way that it was presented, the way it looked, I felt like, I know we discussed it back and forth, I felt like it was a little bit uh, higher definition, and I just overall felt like there was an increase in quality when it came to MLB. There's a lot of unknowns when you factor in if someone else was going to potentially broadcast those games, and that is one thing to be excited about when it comes to MLB taking over and continuing to, to run this, but uh, this does say just for 2024. So I imagine that perhaps the Diamondbacks might have just utilized the situation to potentially extend their de- television or, or, you know, their their maybe a longer term deal with someone else throughout the season. But this does give them uh, that that time to do so and, and allows us to know where we can watch the Diamondbacks this year.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know that this is necessarily like, oh, the Diamondbacks are going to be broadcast by MLB in this particular format for the next decade. That's not. That's not really the announcement that's being made today. Maybe that's the case. Uh, but we've, you know, we've heard uh, about the Diamondbacks wanting to do the over-the-air thing at some point. Maybe yeah. that's still a possibility down the road. And you know, Major League Baseball. There's also been reports that they want to have their own streaming service where you know you get in-market games and you get them for a number of different teams starting potentially next year, where they have their own uh, their own streaming service. Uh, they wouldn't be able to get streaming rights for all 30 teams, most likely, but they could for maybe like half of the league and the D-backs would probably be one of those teams. So maybe that's something that that we see next year. Uh, but yeah, for now, this is this is the route that they're going to go. And I I mean, my biggest question about this is what does it mean from a revenue standpoint for the Diamondbacks? Correct. And Correct. that's that's something that we might not really get uh, a ton of clarity on, at least not publicly. Um, you know, they, they know internally, of course, what this is going to look like financially. Derek Hall said a couple of days ago that they are expecting to take a hit financially for sure. Um, but it's a pretty big factor for this team. How big of a hit that is. Um, major league baseball was willing to backstop up to 80% of, of teams previous TV revenue last year, but that was last year that did not necessarily carry into the future. I, uh, I suspect the diamondbacks are getting less than 80% now. With this situation, is what they got before.
2: Uh, Joker Fett in the chat asks, "How would a new MLB streaming service be different from MLB TV?" Uh, I mean, I don't. Know. It would be. It would be in market.
0: Yeah. There would be. There would be no such thing as a blackout, depending on, uh, regardless of where you are. So you could get a. You could get this MLB streaming service and live in Arizona and watch Diamondbacks games in Arizona while also getting all of those other teams as well. Uh, so yeah that that would be the that would be the the key difference there.
2: And also I think the the thing about MLB is uh, MLB is was kind of a, a uh, I guess a leader in technology when it came to streaming games. Yeah. And they they kind of have always been at the forefront of technology when it comes to this. I know at one point again Jesse loves when I bring up pro wrestling, but WWE modeled their network and and brought over people from like MLB uh, to to help them establish when they. Had their own streaming service, right? So, um, MLB has always been very good at this, but we all know blackouts suck, and we all know that they could just, uh, you know, go away. Uh, that would be a big thing for for sports and and, and
0: for yeah. I mean, know, and, MLB, and with this arrangement, there are no there are no blackouts. Yeah. Uh, and again, we've talked we talked last year about what that really means. It doesn't mean that you can just get your same old MLB.tv subscription and you're yeah. not going to be blacked out. Right. It's that those blackouts still exist. Yeah. But if you pay this extra this extra fee to get the in-market games, then there are no blackouts in that sense. It happens on the same platform. You don't have to necessarily go to a different site outside of MLB in order to in order to get these games. If you live here, if you live here locally, that option to just do it all through MLB
2: is available to you. I think the biggest thing about this is the fact that, and and Elise is alluding to it in the comments as well, that it, it, for the most part, will go unchanged. And I I think that's the thing that's important is when you do have some sort of, you know, big change like this, people don't know where to find the team. They don't, you know, know or really want to get into another service uh, if it was on potentially another streaming option or whatever. So uh, at the very least, this does keep things... For 2024 as as they were and and MLB doing that and, and having that seamless approach, I think, was very important to making sure that people didn't like really overreact negatively to the Valley yeah. sports demise, you know?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It was pretty seamless last year. And yeah, they, they haven't given information about channels or anything like that yet. I suspect it will be similar to last year where. If you were able to get these games when they were being broadcast by MLB in the second half of last season, you're probably going to be able to get them now. Uh, I can't speak necessarily to any particular streaming service, but I would imagine it would probably just carry over from last year. That officially, though, is is still, be, uh, still to be determined as far as we know.
2: Uh, respect uh, to a fellow pirate out there, Free Minds. Uh, Dean Brow- Browell says, "I feel like this is a super narrow announcement. So MLB could say something before the games this weekend uh, with spring training. My guess is there's still more being worked out in the background. I will say that Derek Hall had said that they were they were discussing deals that they did have a number of suitors, but that MLB was kind of their fallback. So there could be some truth to that, but I think maybe uh, you know it might have been a combination of." Maybe once again not receiving the offers that they were looking for for like a longer term deal, so falling back with MLB was kind of safe for this year. There, there could be part of that, but that's just me speculating. Um, and it could also be because of, uh, of of the of the time frame, right? Like it could just yeah. be literally MLB. They know can get games up, and there won't be a delay. Whereas maybe in discussing with some of these other partners, it was going to be a, maybe a little bit more difficult you know, to have, have the games dis- distributed in, in a in a timely fashion with the season here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, Nick says in the chat, I wish they would go over the air like the Suns and Coyotes. I think that's very, very fair, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that people way. Want, yeah, just um, accessibility.
2: You know, we just want to watch the games. And- yeah,
0: I, I could maybe see a scenario where the Diamondbacks uh, make some of their games available in that way. But I just don't really see it being realistic where they have where they broadcast every single game like that. The reality is that TV revenue is a really big part of, of business models in the game of baseball, a bigger part than it is in other sports, for sure. And the Diamondbacks just realistically um, could not afford or at least I mean, that would be their view on it that, you know, from a revenue standpoint, it would it would just be too big of a hit for the team to go completely over the air and sacrifice yeah, some revenue in, in that way. Whereas, it, you know, it team like the Suns or I don't know as much about the Coyotes situation, uh, their revenue models are a little bit different.
2: Well, Jesse, it's National Margarita Day.
0: Oh, big yeah. day. Big, big day.
2: day. Huge day. TV deal, <laughs> National Margarita Day, white pants. Uh, but it looks like the Dodgers are beating the pants off the Padres right now as we speak. But again, <laughs> National Margarita Day, some Burroughs has you covered. Did you know you can get to go margaritas from some Burros. up to a 32 ouncer. Let's go. Perfect way to celebrate the occasion. Uh, some Burros, of course, is a fan, family owned and operated uh, Mexican food restaurant and was voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant here in town. Uh, they have, of course, uh, locations throughout the valley in Flagstaff, and you're never far from delicious, time-tested, Sonoran-style recipes, lovingly prepared since 1986. Check out their new locations here in town in Goodyear and Peoria. The one up by me in South Anthem, as Jesse would call it, uh, I Seventeen <laughs> and Joe South Max. South
0: Anthem, Derek. <coughs> it's just Anthem. <laughs> it's just centralized Anthem. Yeah. All right.
2: uh, you can also visit someburros.com to find one near you, but do not miss out on their breakfast. Their breakfast is incredible, and go get some margaritas on the way home. Stop, grab some margaritas. Uh, they they also have uh, the Pollo fundido is just incredible at some burros. So do not miss out on all this goodness. Let some burros ca- cater your next meal, big or small, even if it's dinner tonight. Order online or find one near you by visiting some burros. Of course, another great place to stop on your way home uh, after work. Uh, wherever you're heading out, check out Circle K. There's one near you. And, of course, you know they already have the cheapest gas, but if you do sign up for their Inner Circle uh, membership program for free by downloading the Circle K app today, you can save $0.25 off per gallon on your first five Phillips. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. Uh, You also save $0.03 off per gallon every day after that, and you get a variety of discounts on snacks, drinks, so much more. Pizza, coffee, ice, cold fountain drinks, all of that. For you wonderful people that join the inner circle. So check that out today. Uh, and do not sleep on those discounts. You can also stack those inner circle discounts with other discounts Circle K has, uh, including their Easy Pay option, which I have also signed up for because I like saving money. And if you do too, make sure to join their inner circle program. Uh Jesse, it was our last day of spring training camp. Yeah. It's a wrap. It's time for games, which I know people are excited about, but I feel like we are going to miss. We're gonna miss so much because Uh, it's just fun to be out there around the guy. Like this is the most sandlot baseball that MLB gets when you're out there watching practice on the Cloverfield uh, over there and uh, or the Cloverleaf Cloverfield. That's a that's a monster. That's a different story. Uh, Cloverleaf. (laughs) But uh, you get wonderful moments like this where we had. Uh, and and you would have to let us know here. Was this Christian Walker that he was jawing with? Who was Paul Seawald jawing with? Yeah, in it this was, video, yeah, it, was it, it sounded like Christian Walker. Uh, so what what you're seeing here is Paul Seawald dueling with Cattell, who he eventually strikes out. But in the middle of it, he manages to look over at Cattell or at Christian Walker and tell him, basically, "You're next, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> Pipe down over there, and then Christian Walker responds spectacularly. Here's the video. Let's play this. I guess we can talk over this yes, first sir. part. It doesn't happen yet. So they come over, and nice. this is them checking to see if it was a ball or a strike, right? They go back, or no, this was the beginning of the bat. So yeah. what, what what they do is there's a computer back behind the backstop where Jesse and I are typically, and it tells if there's balls or strikes. And so okay, but I need you to stop talking right here.
0: Uh, okay i don't know if you, you couldn't really hear it but paul seawald was very impressed with himself with that pitch and he let out a little
2: ooh oh, when he okay. when he threw that pitch. so that's it what was, started it that's yeah, so paul seawald is <laughs> and then we just talked over the rest of it um oh wait here yeah yeah that's yeah, I'm here, that's yep, sit it on it potsy
0: yeah.
2: um can you play that one more time for us and then uh We'll we'll set up that that little confrontation between uh but man I just love this. This is still like my favorite part about being out there. Getting to watch these guys do this.
0: Yeah, Paul Seawall, he uh He's feeling himself? He was he was pretty good. He was pretty good today. Jace Peterson hit a hit a line drive, really like a pretty deep fly ball to the fence. I wanna say he struck out three other batters. Let's see if we hear the you. Oh, yeah, I heard there it guy. is there, there it is, too. yeah. It's really okay. faint.
2: All right. And then Christian says there at the end, "I've been working on sweepers all all yes, off season." Yes, he did say he's uh, been working
0: on sweepers all off season, and uh, yeah, very very faint. But you can hear Paul. Paul <laughs> was like, "Just wait until you get in there." Christian is like, save it, Seawald. I've been working on sweepers all offseason. Yeah, yeah. Uh it was really fun. We don't necessarily hear quite that much chirping happening on no, the field. No. Uh Kattel also after walking away. I don't I don't think you could quite hear this at the end when we played that earlier. Uh Kattel was convinced that the people behind Home plate, doing the balls and strikes, like relaying what the computer said. He said something along the lines of, "You guys are calling everything a strike." Like Cato was not. <laughs> he was not on board with the strike zone, which was also uh, also very funny.
2: That's my favorite part. Damon and I were actually talking about that earlier. Damon Damon basically uh, he confessed to arguing with umpires in a very similar way, where you just kind of he checks in with them, right? He checks in when he's when he's the catcher or when he's hitting, just just to see. Was that how was that was that a ball? I know that's no, no shock thing just yeah, I, know. Heard, yeah. That I
0: would be like passive aggressively asking <laughs> the umpire that, where did that one miss? Yeah. Yeah. oh that's I'll, a ball outside oh. Oh, okay. i would have been shocked if you hadn't done that yeah, really. that's the more important
2: <laughs> thing here but there's a lot of exciting things out there today and the big talk obviously i know as we go into uh, spring we know we have our battles right we know what our battles are as the games start we know that starting pitcher is very important for this team right now to figure out who that fifth starting pitcher is. And it still feels like it's one of the guys that's going to have that experience. One of the more established guys, but it does not mean Jesse, it does not mean that we couldn't see uh, a dark horse potentially gain some ground here with the way some of these guys are, are, uh, are, are pitching. Now I, I, it's not the case, but for the most part, we know that Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson are, are the main guys um, in that battle. Right. But yeah, it would be fair to say that uh, there's a couple of guys like Bryce Jarvis and Blake Walston, Right, that have probably been told that yeah. they're, they're, they're,
0: yeah, they're, they're gonna get stretched out and they haven't officially been ruled out as the, as the fifth starter at this point. So, yeah, I would put them in the conversation. I, I definitely think it's gonna be either Ryan Nelson or Tommy Henry, though.
2: No, that's for sure. And I, I think that it would be hard to argue against that, especially with how good both of those guys were. But there have been a couple of guys that have been uh, kind of the talk of camp. Humberto Castellanos uh lost a bunch of weight and looks absolutely great. Uh yeah. I think Tori talked about not recognizing him when he first saw yeah, him. Yeah, he on, like re, he like introduced yeah, himself to Humberto, himself Humberto Castellanos,
0: to Humberto. Had really no idea who he was looking at. <laughs> Which to be fair, the first time I saw Humberto Castellanos on the mound, it was kind of the it's kind of the same where I I really had no idea. Uh, who I was watching I had to I had to double-check like with his number and everything like yeah. who am I watching pitch yeah. right now?
2: Because uh, he does he does look completely completely different out there. Yeah, and that's that's great for him And and again, he's a non-roster invitee. So he is Fighting you know, he's one of those guys fighting to to have potentially a role in some way with this organization uh, But a guy who is very much the future of this organization was kind of the talk of the day out there because human Lin was was throwing man that guy was throwing Yeah.
0: Yeah, Human Lynn uh struck out several established Diamondbacks hitters today. Gabby Moreno, Gabby Moreno, Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, uh who am I missing? He he got I think Alec Thomas got what you might consider a base hit like a ground ball down the line. Lourdes Gurriel hit a ground ball uh that probably would have been there probably would have been a play there. So I think that that probably isn't out. There's one more guy who he struck out. his name is Jock Peterson. That's Jock what Peterson it is. is the
2: other guy. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. And uh, speaking of him striking guys out, uh, here he is striking out Gabby Moreno. Let's take a look at that. That's that step, Jesse. Isn't that weird? Before he delivers, it's, it's weird. really weird. That's like, uh, is there is there is there a danger of a Bach situation there? I think it is.
0: It is subtly not a Bach.
2: Yeah, I'd have to look into
0: that a little bit more. But yeah, I feel I feel confident saying that it it is it is not a Bach. I think, it, I think if he messed it up slightly, I think it could yeah, be, yeah. Uh, but I think it's,
2: I think it's fine as is. if, he, it if is. he's got a lockdown, he's going to be okay, but that could be, that could be a close one. Yeah. Uh, I know that Tori has talked about getting a chance to see guys like this, and that's kind of when, been where his focus has been for these last couple of days. He's talked about, he knows what Cattell's going to do. He knows what Gallen and some of these other pitchers are going to do. Right. He wants to see guys like Lynn because he doesn't get the opportunity to, and he really impressed today.
0: Yeah, he really did. I mean, the pitch you saw there, for those of you joining us on audio, is a high fastball. Yu Min Lin is not, that's not really like the calling card for Yu Min Lin. It's the change up. It's the breaking ball. That's what you hear talked about a lot. That was a high fastball. And I don't have a velo reading on that. Uh, that's one one reason I am excited for actual games is that now I get to dig through Statcast numbers again, <laughs> which I love to nerd oh, out I know over that. some Statcast it's numbers. Your favorite thing, uh, that, but yeah, baseball
2: I, savant together, yeah, in the tub.
0: It, it's gonna be great. But uh, yeah, we don't have a velo reading on that, but it it appeared to have some good upward ride. Like yeah. that that pitch really played well up in the zone, at least in that particular situation and uh, you know you combine that with a curveball that was very tight and nasty today honestly i was very impressed by his yeah. curveball the changeup is something that people have you know spoken positively about really ever since he, he came over to the diamondbacks organization there's a there's a lot to like absolutely with you minlan
2: uh, we have another video here of you then. I don't know who is he striking out in this one?
0: Uh, this is I believe it's Jake McCarthy. Okay. Is that the one that I sent over? We're about to find out who is it? That's not Jake McCarthy. That's Lourdes Guriel. out uh, So yeah, you see Lourdes Gurriel taking a breaking ball down in the dirt I do believe there's a nasty breaking pitch in here somewhere that uh, where Lourdes swings and misses Kind of love the sounds of this of this game, right? It's the best it really is Oof. isn't that Ooh. tight like it's a really tight it's it's like late break and seeing it from that angle <laughs> it's nasty. i was like oh my gosh
2: oh, <laughs> man i mean this guy's gonna be something special i think especially like we've talked about his arsenal right and obviously he's not going to throw 26 different pitches when he's a major leaguer but it does show how versatile he really is for sure uh and i just honestly i i think that he is uh he's he's incredible
0: yeah yeah that was uh th- this ends with uh i think lord hitting a ground ball up the first baseline yeah. or something probably a a play that could have been made um but yeah that pitch in particular definitely stood out to me and that was far from the only one uh we'll try to get some more video out on social maybe on youtube as well yeah i have a lot we have a lot more human lin uh video to, to be shown uh corbin carroll had taken a, a called third strike right as i walked up so i don't have video of that at bat unfortunately but he was he was really
2: impressive. Uh, and I know he doesn't actually have a chance to make the roster, but what he does have a, a chance to do is kind of move up there uh, through the organization a bit you know, get those eyes on him and and I mean, again, Reno is a very difficult place to pitch. so I feel like the sooner you can get there and start finding some success, you know like I feel, I feel like he, he might be ready for that point with the way that we're seeing him pitch at, at this time, but yeah. Um, again, I still think that, like you said earlier, Tommy Henry, Ryan Nelson, they have a pretty substantial lead in front of the rest of these guys as far as you know that that fifth spot in the starting rotation, um, and you know we have. Uh, uh, we have we have a lot of a uh, lot of cool things still in the organization, but uh, you talked to Gabby Moreno. And yeah, the yeah. Do we
0: have that video, Gabby Moreno? Uh, we asked him afterwards, after workouts today, what it was like facing Yumin Lin, and uh, he had some interesting things to say. You know, uh,
1: he's doing well. Uh, he had pretty good stuff. Uh, he makes uh, a lot of pitches, and he was nasty. He was nasty, and he do the job. I faced him two times. Today was amazing, and I'm happy for him.
3: Do you feel like his fastball plays up like, you know, just gets on you quicker than the velocity looks like it should. You know, like um, on the numbers, it says like 90, but it looks faster. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had pretty good carry when the fastball, and that's important for him, <laughs> because he had a lot of spin when the breaking ball mm-hmm. and the curveball, that is that's the best stuff what he had, he, he had. and he just got to Execute the pitch and he'd be pretty good. If he will be right. He seems like a sorry, one more he seems like a very confident guy. Seems like
3: his personality. Yeah, a lot yeah, of confidence.
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looked very confident in that's the most important. That's what I trying to give us clue to the to the young guys. Mm-hmm. Get confident and be be himself. That's what I trying to give to him. So
0: what pitches did you see for him?
1: I just see a cut cut, changer and fastball and he was good. Pretty good, pretty nasty. <laughs>
2: Once, pretty pretty nasty. Once again, Gabby, uh, along with other players proving how much English they really know when the translator isn't around. Like, Gabby
0: has Gabby has definitely improved. He's, he's I,
2: I don't know if he would have been comfortable doing that in
0: English last year. Yeah. Uh but yeah, props to props to him.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, obviously uh he has you know he yeah. hasn't had a chance to work with some of these guys because he didn't come up in the diamondback system. So, you know, he, he is getting to see some of these younger pitchers for the first time himself. I think it's a great, great assessment. But Tori also had some pretty glowing things to say about Yumin Lin. Here's what Tori said uh, after the workout.
3: Yeah, um, everything is around the zone. Uh, correctable mistakes when, he, when there's misfires. Um, good mound presence, able to accept the coaching that he was getting. Um, I saw 21 of his pitches, I didn't see the entire thing. But um, I really liked what I saw, the shape of his pitches was 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 spot on um his ability to command all those pitches was was very good um fastball looked like it had a nice carry and good ride to it so very
2: impressive he was really impressed yeah yeah he yeah i it.
0: noticed i noticed that tory was actually because tory can only be on one field at a time yeah so, shockingly i know that comes as a surprise to people uh but yeah, he I noticed that he happened to be on the field where Eumin Lin was throwing his live and and had to ask him. And yeah, he clearly was uh I mean it's hard not to, you know, see a double A pitcher go out there and strike out four pretty established major leaguers and, you know, get some weak contact from a couple of other guys and not, you know, not react the way that Tory just did. Yeah.
2: Uh, Chris in the chat says, "Props to anyone chatting in a second language. That's such a great, yes. absolute great point.
0: Like, <laughs> I've never done that. Basically,
2: uh, <laughs> well, I will, I will, I will say, it. like, it's just, it's the pressure of the situation, having a bunch of cameras in your face and and a bunch of reporters yeah. asking you questions. And like, again, I, I speak." I speak Spanish, kinda, but not well enough that I would ever feel comfortable doing an interview in Spanish. English or... is technically
0: your English is second technically language. my second language, yeah. yes.
2: But Props now to you, Derek. it's my Props only language you. now. Yeah, thank you. I do pretty good with it. I, I I do have a job where I speak in English as a as a as a profession, but kinda sometimes it's arguable. Uh, but I do I will say that um, you know, of course, like you were saying about Tory. Uh, he does. He covers a lot of ground, and he has a lot to keep an eye on. And I think that's the reason why he made the statement I was talking about earlier about how he doesn't need to watch Cattell. He'll see plenty of Cattell, and yeah, he knows right. he can trust Corbin and Cattell and Lourdes, and he knows what those guys do. They're just getting warmed up. They're just getting you know in the zone as far as you know uh, practice and live abs are concerned. But he really does want to see these these other guys, the depth pieces, the guys who aren't going to be here yet but could be called up. Kind of at any time, right? Like saying human Lin's going to get called up this year is uh, that's a far overstatement. Like I don't think that's going to be the case. But I mean, it. It you just not never that know, crazy. You honestly. never know what's going to happen, right? It's really not that crazy. So I think it comes down to just wanting to be familiar with as many young faces as you can, and kind of see those guys that do impress you, especially when he's facing their major league hitters, right? It's not him facing. The the other minor league guys on yeah, on right. the sea field, you know, this was him facing the Diamondbacks' finest hitters. So, you know, props to him on on impressing when he had the opportunity to. That's what this is all about. That's why this gets me pumped, man. Because you get these young guys to get up here and like, yeah, they have it. This is the chan- first chance for Tory to lay yeah. real eyes on some of these players. So it's such a great opportunity for them to. To make that great impression
0: and now we just all have to hope that when Min lin pitches he throws at salt river fields as much as possible so that we have stat cast data that we can analyze all right boom i need everyone on this boom. train with me that's
2: all. all right? that, that's that's gonna make jesse happy <laughs> of course there's lots of other battles that we're going to see play out here with spring training games starting tomorrow we have the backup catcher role which we still don't know uh jose herrera still kind of seems like A front runner there, but you have Tucker Barnhart and Adrian Del Castillo in the mix, as well as some other young guys. Uh, We have a backup infielder role that was probably going to be filled by maybe one or even two of these guys. There's Emmanuel Emmanuel Rivera, Jace Peterson, Kevin Newman, Blaze Alexander. So these are the battles that these are the guys that truly are going out there over the next two weeks and and fighting for for a job, fighting for a regular role with this team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think yesterday it was yesterday where Tory referred to having six outfielders on the roster as as not being totally impossible. That would be that the scenario where Jake McCarthy makes the team and you literally only have one backup infielder, which I still don't totally understand how that would work logistically. Um, but yeah, he hasn't ruled that out. So I, I do think it's possible that the team does just have the one backup infielder. Most likely, it's going to be two backup infielders. Um, you know, there's a lot of different guys getting reps at shortstop right now. I'm not sure how many of them they'll ultimately really feel comfortable playing that position. So you might want a backup shortstop guy. And then you know someone who can kind of float around and, and cover some some other positions as well. Maybe one guy who bats right-handed, one guy who bats left-handed, uh, something along those lines. So there's a so many different possible outcomes here. Um, but yeah, it probably is going to come. I mean, one of the guys you mentioned: Rivera, Peterson, Newman, Alexander. One of those guys at least is is going to make this roster. There's really
2: there's really no other way this could possibly happen. Absolutely. Uh shout out to you guys of course for being here on the PHN Exports YouTube channel. We thank you guys for being here. Uh if you have not subscribed to the channel yet, uh make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications that way you don't miss whenever we go live. Uh if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, we love our listeners as well. Make sure you're subscribed over there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate those 5-star reviews greatly. Of course, when I talked earlier about saving money, a big way to do that is with a great financial institution. And for more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. They've been dedicated to creating exceptional experiences for their customers and for the communities that they're in. Uh, And they're financial experts who are committed to to helping you uh, with your financial interests. Sometimes uh, you can't always trust financial institutions to have your best interests in mind. So you got to make sure to trust and go with a financial institution to get you, uh, that you that's looking out for you. And, of course, uh, they got me started on my home ownership journey. They can get you started on yours as well. When you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. You can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Also, speaking of uh, making some money and, and, and having some fun when it comes to baseball, uh, bet MGM Sportsbook right now. Get down on those future bets. Uh, we had our top 100 MLB players dropped yesterday by the by the network. They finished their list. Uh, And of course, uh, that 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 means it's time to start predicting who's going to win, uh, National League MVP, American League MVP, and all of that great stuff that you can get over at the BetMGM Sportsbook. If you sign up now and use our bonus code of PHNX, deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in that amount or more at a standard odds price, you will receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Again, sign up for BetMGM now and use that bonus code of PHNX. When you place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the mobile application, for at least five dollars, you will receive one hundred fifty-eight dollars instantly, in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling
0: problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call eight seven seven HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four six seven three six nine NEW YORK. Call one 5050 MASSACHUSETTS. Twenty-one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred NEXT BET ARIZONA. One eight hundred BETS OFF IOWA. One eight hundred two seven zero seven one one seven for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred nine eight one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
2: Where
0: to Rico.
2: What was was that? I was trying to go a little higher. I went low. I was trying to show my range. I'm just, I'm always auditioning for other jobs, Jesse. You know that. Um, (laughs) I don't think singing, I don't don't think you're going to find anything in that know. People like my voice, but not when (laughs) I sing. Uh, But uh, speaking of looking for other jobs, Baxter Your fucking days are numbered, pal. I'm just letting you know that now. Why do people ask that? Well, for years I've had to explain to people why the hell a goddamn snake-based team has a Baxter, a Bobcat, if you will, as their mascot. I have to explain to them the name, where Bobcat, what Bob was, what Bank One ballpark was, what Bank One is, how Chase acquired it, the financial institution thing all over again. There's so many things I have to explain due to it. And my life would be so much simpler if we could just have a mascot that looked like this Damon play the goddamn video because Baxter, uh, I'm sorry to say this pal, as much as I love you and use you in every single one of my videos, as much as I can. Um, this, you this, this needs to be the new thing. Look at this, Jesse. I, look at this thing. Could you oh imagine gosh. if in between innings or when a home run happened, this son of a bitch came out onto the field and just started doing laps this snake look at this thing this is incredible you know how we could launch it we could start off by it coming onto the field one day and eating baxter that
0: sounds terrible
2: (laughs) i mean how i'm not saying do it on the night that all the kids camps are there i'm saying doing (laughs) it on you know maybe a seven ten start on a saturday
0: how how long do you think that snake is I don't know, but probably it's, like thirty feet, look, 20, I, 30 feet, I, I, forty feet.
2: Once we figure out a way for that thing to make its way up and down the aisles at Jace Field <laughs> and on the main concourse, it's over for you, Baxter. I don't know what to tell you. Um, what I want to know is how does like
0: how does the person. Inside of there it. Is not, it's a control remote control it. car, okay, Jesse. Okay. It's a remote. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a remote control car. Does it take like several people to operate uh, yeah, it? I, it mean, to, like, see, I said
2: that before. We could have a snake where it was like, you know, the some of the, the like dragons and like asian festivals and stuff right where they have like the people are sure. like a dragon costume like they could have snakes that are like that just it's going to require six of you and a lot of trust from five of you you know there's <laughs> <laughs> only one is seeing out the front the rest they're just following the conga line jesse that would be part uh. of that costume right uh but yeah i mean we don't we look we don't have a lot of time to figure out wow we're gonna get that snake here we just need that snake here uh baseball games will be played uh, tomorrow for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, they're getting played right now if you want to call whatever the hell this is between the, the Dodgers, Dodgers really and the Padres, eight runs in the eight first Eight runs inning. in the first five minutes of that, <laughs> that game. That doesn't, it doesn't mean, seem to bode well. <laughs> it just, it's bad, things, things do not look Joe, good.
0: Joe Musgrove did not get an
2: out in this game and allowed four runs appears. So that's... Uh, It's early. Yeah, it is early. Well, Tori was talking about uh, what the lineup that he's going to see tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tori was asked today about what the lineup will look like. I guess I should say first he was not able to answer who would be pitching on back of Eduardo Rodriguez. We know Eduardo Rodriguez is starting the game. We still do not know who's pitching in back of him. He was asked about the lineup and he said he does know what the lineup is going to look like, but he wanted the players in the clubhouse to see it first. However, he did give a little bit of a nugget uh, with kind of an interesting explanation on the back end. So, uh, let's go ahead and roll that clip. Do
3: you who's going to be in the lineup tomorrow? I do. I know the right guy for that. So let me tell the guys first. I will say this, that the infielders will be playing tomorrow, the outfielders were gonna, are going to start the next day. So you can piece together that way. I just haven't had a chance to put the lineup up yet, so I, wanna, I want them to see it first. Um, the way they normally would. Toria, what's the reasoning behind starting the infield tomorrow and the outfield the next day? Just to stagger them. Um, Major League Baseball has some, um, some representative uh, numbers. They need to have a certain amount of players per game um, on the field. So I can't pile everybody into one game and then the next day have two representatives. I have to have four or five depending on the type of game. Um, so I'll have three the following day. I'll have, you know, I have four and then three each day. So I'm just going to stagger it that way. And then at some point when we get down into um, our final numbers, um, you'll start to see the, the group come together. Probably the last
2: ten days, you'll see the
3: entire group come together and play on the same field at the same time. It's
2: that's an interesting caveat. Is that new? Is that something that's always been around? I,
0: I suspect it has been around, but it's not something that I knew about. Yeah. Basically what Tori's saying is he doesn't want to play like all of the starting caliber players on day one. And then, you know, the next day only play a couple of them. He's staggering it because major league baseball requires you to have either four or five, uh, so-called representatives, which is basically just players that major league baseball has delivered to the diamondbacks. um, and it's their choice. So Major League Baseball has decided like which players are part of this group, and the Diamondbacks has to have have to have uh, four or five members of that group. Starting, yes, yeah, starting on any on any given day. But that's what I mean.
2: Are, are the, is that group comprised of like their typical starting? Yeah, players, exactly. Essentially, exactly. The okay.
0: goal here is to make it so that people don't pay way too much money to go to a spring training game because these games are expensive. People, they don't want people to pay a hundred dollars to sit behind home plate at a spring training game. And then the lineup, the starting lineup wrong. is comprised solely of, of minor league players yes. whose names you might not know. You are not. Um, so yeah, I assume it's four. They have to have a minimum of four of these, of these players that major league baseball has sort of predetermined, uh, for split squad games. And then five, for regular games would be my guess. Um, so yeah, that that that's interesting. So it sounds like you're going to see the infielders playing tomorrow or starting tomorrow, I should say, the kind of the primary infielders, and then on Saturday you'll see the starting outfield group uh, in there in there as well. So there's kind of that that staggering thing going throughout all of spring training.
2: Well, I'm going to miss all of this fun because I'm going to be on a boat. Uh, I'm going on the first cruise of my life. In 24 hours, and I am just anxiety riddled. To be honest, I have uh, a lot of issues with this whole trip. But uh, I hope to have fun. I will be completely disconnected, and who knows if I'm ever coming back from the Bahamas? There's no promises, but I did originally come from an island, and I might just return to the island life and not see a reason to to come back. Who knows? uh If you have anything to say to me, make sure. Uh, to drop it now or text me, Discord DM, uh, you know all that kind of stuff because who knows? I'm not going to be with technology when I'm out there, so this might be the end for me. But uh, I can't. <laughs> I, I do hope I make it back, Jesse. And the reason why is because we have some incredible takeovers planned. We do for 2024, and we are happy to let you guys know. Uh, here are three takeover events for 2024 for the Arizona Diamondbacks on May 4th versus the San Diego Padres. We outside, and if you know that date or you wonder why that's a special date, uh, it's not It's not Star Wars night, even though it should be with every team it's in not, baseball. It's
0: not Star Wars night?
2: No, it's not Star Wars wow. night. It is Gabby Moreno gold glove bobblehead night is what it is, Jesse, uh, and that is the night that we are going to be taking over Chase Field. Obviously, you guys are all aware of the July 31st date, our afternoon game for the PHNX pool party versus the Washington Nationals. And then on September 10th, we will be out there as a team, as a family, uh, as a connected and dangerous team of Belgian draft horses. We will be (laughs) out there to see the Diamondbacks take on the Texas Rangers in a world series rematch. So, there's some takeover events for you for 2024 we can't wait to come watch some games with you guys watch some baseball with our fans with our friends Uh, so make sure if you are not a diehard get down on that diehard membership now of course that diehard membership will get you those discounts on events you also get a free t-shirt from the phnxlocker.com and so much more our Saul our man Saul is here uh, Saul, what do you have what, what do you have for me?
0: What do you want, Saul? I do, I do believe,
2: Jesse, take that tone out of your voice.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I do believe uh, the pool will be active to purchase tickets tonight. Let's go. Oh. So go. Let's go. We okay. can get those tickets now. Go out there tonight and get tonight, not now, tonight. I got to correct myself. And you watch your tone with him. He's only <laughs> he's only doing that because he's on the show, and you can't, can't come snatch him up seen right Saul now. In like three weeks. <laughs> 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 Oh, man, We're going to have some fun watching baseball. So, again, get that diehard membership. Get discounts on those events. Get your free T-shirt from the PHNX locker if you're choosing. Get all of Jesse's content, all of our wonderful Discord content. We dropped a Mailbag Wednesday episode uh, kind of last night, kind of this morning. Yeah, on we here. dropped
0: a Mailbag Wednesday episode on, on what Thursday? day? On Thursday? On Thursday? Yeah, yep. There we go. <laughs> we're good at this. We've so. got everything everything <laughs> together over hey, here. We're great.
2: Hey, we, we tried to figure <laughs> it out. So, of course, make sure uh, you get down on this because we're making some wonderful content for our diehards. We want you to be a part of it. Uh, also, make sure to check out uh, our friends over at OG's Brands, which help me out every single day of my life, uh, and they can help you as well. They've launched two new products made with live rosin and Rick Simpson oil. You can get down on the OG's Naturals or uh, the Big OGs, which have been rumored. Uh, by some that you could potentially eat it a one, in one sitting, but that's neither here nor there. You also have the OG's Naturals, which are ve- vegan gummies, uh, and they're available in a sweet clementine flavor. So whether you're looking for a, a big OG's, which is a mega version of Peg's Raspberry RSO, or those vegan uh, OG's Naturals, make sure to check out everything OG's has to offer. Uh, they have a wide variety of doses and strains. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Uh, And I am setting off on this adventure. Uh, and the thing that frustrates me the most is I don't need to leave this state to go off on an adventure, Jesse. That's, that's fair. It's, uh, it's, it's a very expensive lesson I'm learning with this particular cruise. But uh, if you want to go out and have a little staycation here in town, go off on an adventure of your own, make sure to check out Arizona Lottery's new unique ticket uh, promotion called Arizona Adventure. They have a couple of different ways for you to win. Of course, they have their Arizona Adventure Lottery tickets featuring three iconic landscapes, and you can win up to $50,000 on those tickets. You can also check in at Geolocated Adventures at 10 destinations across the across the state from Flagstaff to Yuma. So make sure to check out everything that they have to offer because the checking in at these destination coordinates on their website can win you up to $1 million in cash in Arizona Travel Prizes. Of course, this promotion is all about state pride and the uniqueness and beauty of Arizona. So visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take an adventure with the Arizona Lottery and for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona travel prizes. That That would be a big help right now. $1 million in travel prizes. Because daddy's broke, Jesse, if you are. <laughs> uh, those cruises nickel and dime you to death, let me tell you. But uh, of course, if this is goodbye, goodbye forever. We appreciate you guys for stopping by. Uh, I will miss you. Just know that, and i appreciate everything. But uh, you can't follow me on Twitter. I will probably be posting uh, some 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 adventure pictures while I'm gone. But uh, I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse will be holding it down for me, so make sure to follow him for all of your spring training updates. Go to Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, the people's producer, Damon, is where you want to get your overreactions on Twitter, so make sure to follow him <laughs> at Damon Dog. that's D-A-W-G. Uh, of course, we are Damon's dogs. Bark, bark. 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 <laughs> uh, we're, our heart's still isn't in it, but <laughs> his heart is in everything, every argument, every fight he has. Of course, uh, our show is at PHNX underscore d and all roads duly to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Be live at uh, six o'clock tomorrow. Live at six. We're, um, we're making
0: game. the the official the official change to going live after Diamondbacks spring training games. Yep. So, so, so that we'll be Jesse live can
2: talk to people actually. Get, so that get I can actually
0: me. do some of the post game stuff. Yep. Hopefully. Uh, depending on traffic we'll see what that whole situation i'm not at all looking forward to driving from all of these venues oh, downtown yeah. oh yeah he's uh, leaving at like four o'clock the, like and the, driving worst, the worst time of day every down single the 101
2: day. through uh the 10 yes. it's gonna be rough but anyway uh we do this because we love you of course uh make sure to join them at 6 p.m tomorrow and then monday next week and all next week we'll be doing the 6 p.m thing after those spring training games so We hope you guys join us, uh, and until then, we appreciate your time. We thank you guys so much for stopping by. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you know where you can watch baseball.